the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Another reason why I love Mondays. Monday's my favorite day of the week because I get to come in and hang out with all y'all. And it's also because Mondays now means Mondays with Maloney. Y'all know my buddy Brian Maloney, a.k.a. DJ Spicy Fried Chicken. <laughs> with pickles or without pickles, my man? I, I uh, Pickles are good. Pick, you know, yeah. pickles are good. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know if you know, but that means you're official because we've got here. We've got oh, man. here at the station. We've got not you're special because we're allowing you to be a, a, a DJ fried chicken. But a all DJ, my yes, all my guys here all have all my peeps all have DJ. We have DJ potato skins. We have DJ carrot sticks. We have DJ jalapeno. We had DJ radish. So it means that you're part of the show. Ah, well, thank you. That's mm-hmm. quite Welcome to the yummy culinary drawer, thank my friend. You. Yes. I never, I never knew DJ Radish. That must have been before my time. Yes, DJ Radish was Randy. And he uh, didn't. He didn't do the show very often. He was our. He was our uh, our operations manager who would fill in occasionally. Oh. Okay. And so he, so um, he was Radish. And, um, yeah, so you are officially now DJ Spicy Fried Chicken with pickles. Well, better that than be DJ Spinach or something, you know, <laughs> broccoli, you know. I'll take the fried chicken. Excellent. All right. Um, one of the things that I love about you, man, is that I can throw any topic out at you, and you're on it, okay? You are on it. And I need to have you with me because I've got to play some clips of The View. I've got to play some clips of the view in a moment. Skins has to run. We're having a little bit of a technical issue in another studio. So before um, before we get into that, uh, the everybody's hysterical today about the transgender model who was crowned Miss Netherlands and is now going to compete for the title of Miss Universe. What say you, DJ Spicy Fried Chicken? Does it make you lose your Does it make you lose your appetite? Uh, well, I mean, the thing is about these. Um you know, I mean, these people think themselves by doing these things, these contests or whatever. And I think more significant is the fact that the government of the Netherlands just collapsed this week. A very, very liberal prime minister who has been behind all of these horrible globalist uh, trends, such as, you know, destroying family farms in the name of the you know so-called environment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that prime minister who has been a nightmare, I mean, like basically, you know, like a Greta, you know, like a little Greta kind of person or, a, you know, basically a, a, you know, Davos globalist kind mm-hmm. of. So to have that fall, um, you know, I hope that starts to trend in Europe. These contests, if they want to destroy themselves by doing this, 
you know, who are we to get in the way, right? When our enemy is committing suicide, right? We just get out of the way and, and let it happen, I guess. I don't know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, somebody brought up a good point today. Women just shouldn't, should be refusing to compete. Because anytime this happens, there was one video I saw, and I I can't remember what pageant it was at the time, but the guy was huge, unattractive. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was just we're gonna we're gonna crown this winner simply because it's a dude. So we're honoring trans people. It's not at least this person in Netherlands. um, I mean, compared to the other contestants was in line. I mean, I didn't think he was that particularly good looking. But quite frankly, neither were many of the other women. Um, We're we're not necessarily these pageants are not necessarily attracting the best anymore. Gretchen Carlson ruined Miss America. So you know, they might as well put a dude in there. Um, but I think that uh, in a situation like this, this wouldn't be happening if the women all said, "I'm not going to, I'm not going to go along with this." He can stand up there by himself. So we we need people. We need to, instead of crucifying uh, the pageants, because a lot of people are saying the reason why this is a story too is that when Trump was over Miss. Um, not Miss America, but Miss Universe, right? Yeah, Miss Universe. But then he also had one of the. Um, Miss USA. Miss USA. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Um, He had said he didn't necessarily have a problem with it. And now that was 12 years ago or 13 years ago, back before we had everything going on now. Um, Everybody's trying to blame Trump for this. Well, that's that's ridiculous. And I mean, the bottom line is whatever he was talking about 12 years ago, you never could have predicted. No. What would happen now where this became a complete takeover of our society and culture by a small group of of basically all. I I find this part hilarious. All basically white males, for the most part, who who dress up as women and then the left, you know, will lie down in front of a, you know, semi or whatever, you know, for them or whatever. I mean, it's it's a. Strange situation, but basically, you know, you, one day you're a white male and you're the, the evil of the universe or whatever, put on some women's clothes, and now, you know, now you are to be worshipped and yeah. idolized. Um, it, is a, it is a bizarre world, a clown world that we live in today. Every day I wake up and I wonder what happened to the world I knew because none of this looks familiar to me. Uh, we're in some kind of living in some kind of twilight zone now. And I knew, you know, I knew the left. I've been around the left my entire life. I thought I knew where they were on things. And the last two or three years, they have shocked me. Uh, I've been monitoring them, watching them various ways for 30 years at least. And I never knew they had this agenda inside of them. In fact, years ago, they didn't. I mean, they, you know, they I don't know how how this even happened to them, but how this took over our whole country and even parts of the world, at least the Western world, um, it's it's incredible. Well, I actually, when it comes to the trans thing, I actually started warning five, six years ago. Might have been even seven years ago. Um, No, eight. Eight years ago, I gave a speech here in San Diego, and I warned. I warned about this transgender thing. but I, but I didn't expect that it would involve um, the mutilation of children. I would have never seen, never thought in my lifetime that we would have 
the AMA, the C, the that the CDC, that we would have we would have pediatricians going along with using cancer drugs designed for adults, breast cancer drugs to be used on children for puberty blockers. I would have never expected the Center for Disease Control uh, to put guidelines on their website like they did Friday on how men can take medicine to make their their breast, their chest, produce yeah. false milk loaded up with chemicals for babies. It's absolutely sickening. The way the left is going for children and using and abusing children for either their pedophilia, sexual deviancy, or just using them to push their globalist Marxist schemes is absolutely shocking and disgusting. Um, We don't have time to get into it now, so let's go ahead and take a break because the, the latest is now... Everybody on the left is now defending, literally defending the Biden family for the child abuse that they were heaping upon this child that Hunter had with the stripper. And it's just, I got to get Brian Maloney's from Red Wave America. I got to get his reaction. I hate to do it to him, but I'm going to have to play him some clips from The View and get his reaction. So stay tuned. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show announcement. No, I have not bought my air fryer yet, but I do plan on buying my air fryer this weekend and trying it out. I posted the question a while back for recommendations on brands. And then I didn't see any of the brands everybody recommended in my stores. <laughs> so I'm just going to pick one up at Walmart. I think regardless of what and brand you get, AK, I think you're going to like it. I'm hoping I am because I take my fried foods very seriously, as y'all know. So anyway, back to uh, DJ Spicy Fried Chicken uh, with pickles. <laughs> all right. So Brian Maloney, Maureen Dowd, of all people, from the New York Times, went after the Biden family over the weekend, I think it it was and she even talked about her uh, her uh, uh, her sister who was writing a scolding letter uh, to the president which said i watched as you told the nation you had six grandchildren and you loved each one of them i believed that what i cannot believe and what i find unconscionable she wrote is that you refused to admit or accept the fact that there is a beautiful little four-year-old girl living in arkansas by the name of navy joan who is your seventh grandchild dowd said her sister wrote as she grows up knowing that her father and paternal grandparents wanted nothing to do with her she will probably be able to see a video or two of her half-sister Naomi getting married on the South Lawn and you watching the fireworks on the balcony with little Bo. And if she misses that, there will be plenty of schoolmates to remind her that she wasn't wanted. Kids can be mean that way. Um, um, And then there was a whole lot of piling on. Um, This is absolutely despicable. This family... Um, hanging stockings, including the dog, but not hanging a stocking for this child. And in the settlement with uh, this baby mama, Hunter Biden gave her art, some of his art. Okay, I mean, if if that's not even as cruel as denying her existence, this is child abuse. So here then steps in the alleged ladies of the view. 
uh, fried chicken, Brian Maloney, oh, having to having to defend him in oh. response to Marine Dowd. I know, I know. But I have to play this because this all goes in line with the theme from tonight's show, whether we were talking about the left attacking the movie The Sound of Freedom as QAnon conspiracy, whether we're talking about the rep, black reparations plan in which black men who aren't paying child support should get should not have to pay it. You know, what the left is, you know, the transgender crap, it's it's all the the left at abortion we haven't even talked about that that you know what they're doing to children is absolutely despicable when you're defending this kind of crap a cruelty to a child you're the lowest of the low here is Whoopi goldberg um defending joe biden i want to get your response clip nine scarring scarring okay the child's life. Oh, so uh, scarring one of his grandchildren's lives by not publicly embracing her. So apparently his son had a baby with a woman. They've fought about it. And he pays for the the baby, but he has not embraced the child. So Maureen Dowd is saying it's bad for the child that the president has not acknowledged her. So I kind of think, well, that's a, she should be fetching at the son whose baby it is. You, it's not the president's baby. So I don't know what you think, but I'm throwing it out. There. I agree so, with you completely. It shouldn't have been, uh, it's, uh, uh, directed to Joe Biden. It should be directed to Hunter Biden. It's five children, not four, Hunter, because this is not Joe Biden's baby. And I think it's very hard for Joe Biden to be a grandfather to the child if his son is not being a father. He can talk to his child. He can advise Hunter. But look, what is, what is absolutely evident to me is that the right wing and the MAGA world has decided to weaponize Hunter Biden against his dad. Yeah. And everything and anything Hunter does or does not do is going to be weaponized. And, and Maureen Dowd at the New York yeah, Times. Yeah, she's a very serious person. Let's end it there. Your thoughts? Well, yeah. So I think Maureen Dowd, uh, the New York Times, really put, you know, the left wing apologist in a spot, in a pickle here. Because, I mean, you know, that was a column taking on her own side and saying, you know, we look really bad here. And that's what you're starting to see lately. You're starting to see a few people on the left saying, hey, do we really want to be, you know, how far do we really want to go with some of this horrible stuff? You know, why do you want to be on board with the Bidens when everyone knows they're a disgusting, sleazy, dishonest really criminal family. I mean, I don't know why anyone on the left would want to hitch their wagons to this guy when they must have better people to, uh, to back than that. I mean, you know, so that's part of the problem, but the argument on the view, by the way, I had a doctor's appointment the other day and I was sitting in this stupid waiting room and what do they have on the TV? You know, the view blasting. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, you know, so I'm going to go into my appointment with a headache. I mean, and I couldn't, didn't see a remote control anywhere to shut the thing off. But I mean, Whoopi Goldberg is out of control. I mean, she is so obnoxious. And I was left wondering, you know, who watches this thing? Who is sitting there in the morning? I can't wait, you know, to get a dose of Whoopi's obnoxious far left, uh, you know, DNC talking points or whatever. I mean, it's incredible to me that that show has any kind of an audience for that garbage. But I guess something keeps it on the air. But the bottom line here is how hard is it really to put up an extra stocking for that child? Mm -hmm. It's not that big of a deal. Now, the thing is, you you 
mentioned something I want to get back to for a second here, and that is I can't figure out to this day how Hunter got such a sweetheart deal when that child support was renegotiated. Because, like, you you mentioned how she ended up with some of his art, which I guess, he, you know, uh, she can go sell or something. I, I don't know. Well, why I, who, nobody wants it. that art. The only people buying it are foreign bad actors that are looking for to get some play from Joe Biden. Well, right, right. But the other thing was the child support, I understand, was reduced from 20000 a month to 5000 a month. Uh, and the other stipulation was that uh, uh, was that uh, the child could not take the Biden surname because, right. remember, the mother was going to change the child's name to Biden. And so they agreed that that would not occur. I'm trying to figure out what kind of horrible lawyer that woman had, because it seems like the only winner in that negotiation was was Hunter Biden. And we never really got an answer and never really saw anyone ask the question how that happened. Uh, You know, what happened? Well, having 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 gone through family court, I don't know about Arkansas and every state is different, but there's a formula that's used for for child support. I had a friend in Louisiana, which is the only state that goes by Napoleonic Code. And even in the state of Louisiana, with a husband at the time who was making three quarters of a million dollars a year, the formula only got her three thousand dollars a month. Uh, well, that's Louisiana. Yeah, in my state, it would be about ten to fifteen grand a month. In yeah. my state. So, yeah. I, and I think that the reason why there was a settlement that finally took place is because it was getting close to some real discovery. You have to understand that they can drag it out, and I know from my own personal experience how somebody can just refuse to to hand over documents can just refuse to hand and then you can you can do motions to compel it's incredibly ex- expensive and and even then they can still not give you what you want so when somebody's right, they can, drag it, they can drag it out and drag it out and at this point she was you know and she didn't have the means to hire you know some big bank hank law firm to, to continue to drag this out for years so um you know that's why it, it's it was it on top of everything this was financial abuse on top of mental and psychological abuse. He knew this was his child. And the left is having to come out, and I hate that it to use Whoopi Goldberg, but people do watch this show. And it's representative of the fact of the entire Democrat movement and everything that, that is involved with them and their hatred of children. Well, they really do hate children. And I mean, the bottom line here is that I think they're in a really, really weak position defending yeah. this kind of behavior. I mean, it, I, I still to this day don't understand why they pushed Biden into the nomination, except that they wanted to just simply tell him what to do. But the problem is there is so much baggage in that family. I mean, with you know, when Biden was hit with that plagiarism uh, scandal, that was the the. That was the 1988 presidential election. So we're talking about 19. Yeah, I was just I was starting college at the time. I mean, that's how far back this stuff goes. And I mean, to think that we are still stuck with the Bidens. I I was thinking about it today. You know, Joe Biden has been in in office uh, in one way or another in politics since I was basically a toddler. And. I mean, and we're still stuck with him today. He's never done anything else with his life. Right. It's because the 2020 election was stolen. He was installed in the White House like toilet paper. And 
and everybody from the Obama administration is all there calling the shots. I mean, you know, King Charles had to lead him around today. It was that it, was incredible. That it, was incredible. He couldn't stand. He couldn't stand. I mean, it was humiliating. There's nobody in this wor- in the world who thinks that this man is doing anything. And then there's all these phony reports coming out today about how he screams at people, "F you!" Yeah. And, uh, oh, you you caught that too. You caught. It okay. was so but, phony. You know what? I, yeah. Can you hold over? We're at the point yeah, of a break. Of course, we we don't have a choice because we're up against a hard break. Brian Maloney, I need him to stick around because this phony report coming out, y'all need to hear about this. Stay tuned. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Okay, so there was an article out today called Old Yeller, Biden's Private Fury. And there's a picture of him with like some aviator frames with like, uh, and within the glass and the frames is fire. And, and it's so manipulative. It's so phony. It's such a blatant attempt to try to cover up for this man's dementia by trying to act like he's really dark brand and he's really just a tough alpha male kind of guy. And it's just so, um, full of crap. Um, they are in public. President Biden likes to whisper to make a point in private. He's prone to yelling what a bag of doo-doo brian maloney well yeah so the report came from axios which is a left-wing publication that you know dutifully prints dnc talking points and i think that i'm glad you saw this for what it was the new york post this morning splashed this all over the homepage, right on top about you know biden yelling at people and at first glance you would have thought wow that sure makes the president look bad why are they running that but then as you read the article, you see what they're really getting at, mm-hmm. because the, the, the quotes in the article essentially say, well, that's, he yells because he thinks that his aides aren't paying attention to all the particulars of the policy that, of course, he's read through thoroughly. And he, he's basically trying to quiz them to see if they've been paying attention and whether they've missed something so that he can make a good decision. And that, that is where you knew this whole thing is absurd because, I mean, the man is completely senile. He doesn't even know what planet he lives on. I don't think he remembers his name half the time. He can't stand on his own two feet as we saw today. So there's no way he's quizzing people on, you know, nuances of policy because he read it all in advance on his own. There's no way that's going on. I don't think he knows up from down. Mm -mm. So what this is, and, you know, in the days, you know, if we still had Rush Limbaugh around, what Rush would have spent today's show on would have been picking that story apart completely for what it really was and you know so that people would understand what they're trying to pull here what they're trying to pull is to show that he's so competent that he's yelling at people because they're incompetent and it's it requires us to believe something so absurd so ridiculous that i mean you know i i just i don't know if there are people that stupid i mean i i look at polls i even democrats it's, i i've been looking at this stuff there's only really a minority of Democrats who are still defending Joe Biden. It's a pretty small group. Independents, almost no one. Republicans, no one. Um, I mean, even even the liberal Democrats, uh, you know, yeah, there's the Whoopi Goldberg side of that, and they'll defend him. I, I don't know why you would defend Joe Biden. If I were, you know, I were on that side of the fence, uh, I'd be looking for someone to replace him. I, you know, and I still believe that, 
Oh, I believe they are. I believe they are. I mean, I said said at least a year ago that what's going to happen is they're going to be looking for a way. And, of course, this was even before we had – it's tougher now because of the whistleblowers that have come out. In fact, Gal Luft, who was on the run – I'll get into that story. But but the man man without an island anywhere, the man without a home, is is now uh, under indictment by the government. I'll get into Dr. Gal Luft in a moment. But I was saying even before Shapley and the other whistleblowers and the FBI whistleblowers that they're at some point they're going to just on the basis of the laptop story I said what's going to happen is I think that um, they're going to negotiate you know some some deal it's going to look as though they've got you know an equal justice they're going to negotiate with Biden that we're going to we're going to give your kid a slap on the wrist if you go away. And I think that the plan yeah. is, uh, uh, and and I think that's been in the works. I think that was in the works a while ago. I think now the problem is they've got whistleblowers. Now, I think whereas the plan would be late into 2024, he steps away, you know, Kamala, you know, might might be, you know, um, oh, oh, sitting. About, they're going to install Gavin Newsom. You know, you know it. You know it. Well, they can't install Gavin Newsom as president. What I'm saying is, as it's into primary season late in the game Biden will step away Kamala will be president for a very quick amount of time um, right going into the election and then Newsom will be on the ticket he will be the primary winner go on the ticket as president and that's what I meant because remember again Joe Biden took fourth in the Iowa caucuses okay before 2020 he was fourth place he couldn't get three people to show up to his events and somehow the DNC rigged everything so that he would become the nominee the DNC, they rig all of their primaries going back. Remember 2008 when they, you know, it was uh, when they rigged it against Hillary. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, that, so that they rig every one of their primaries. So I know they will rig it to make sure that Gavin Newsom is on top of that ticket. What they're going to do about Kamala Harris, I have no idea, because the problem is you can't really force her to go away, um, you know, See, uh, I actually, I actually don't think it's going to be Newsom because what do they do with Kamala? See, she was put on the ticket. That this was such a rigged election. She was going to then step into it at some point when Biden steps away. And now we've got the first black, um, first female president, and 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 a black one. They cannot have an old white guy back as president again. They can't do it. They are going to have to have. So awful, they're going to know it. They're going to well, they're going to have to have Michelle Obama. I absolutely believe it to my core there's no way that they can if they don't want Kamala there's no way they can let it be Something Gavin Newsom Michelle Obama from jumping into politics on her own though Something, something stops it. I've never figured out what it is. Well, it's not the right time. You got to remember, she gets a chance there. I think it's all in play. Biden was just in Chicago talking to um, Obama and the convention is in Chicago. It's the perfect setup after the reparations and the and the student, the affirm, the affirmative action and the student loan uh opinions coming out of the Supreme Court, it was Michelle Obama who was featured in, in newspaper artic- in, in, uh, articles about the decisions. It wasn't Obama. She was heavily featured. Um, she's been doing a lot of media. I just I just have a feeling, and I think, I think that that's the way that they're going to have Obama continue to be running the country and all of his same people from Ron Klain to Valerie Jarrett and beyond. And- I remember that the left 
has they raised Gavin Newsom as he's like a little robot, um, you know, the billionaires in San Francisco. Oh, they have I plans mean, they for they have plans for Newsom. They have plans for they have plans for Newsom, but Newsom's still young. Just to the left, he still would be considered an old white guy. So they've got plans for him. That's just my take. That's what my gut tells me. Because would it, how do you solve a problem like Kamala when you right now? I have everything is about um, identity politics and everything is about checking a box and everything's about, you know, that is keeping that African-American vote with them through all this kind of reparations talk and getting them ginned up and, and upset over the affirmative action and the student loan debt. And everything is still, you know, racial fomenting racial hatred and division. I just don't see how the Democrats put a white guy at the top of the ticket again. I just don't see how they uh, well, do that, it. You, I agree with you on that point, but I would never, ever underestimate Gavin Newsom for his sheer wickedness oh, true. Uh, and his ability to probably sink Michelle Obama. He has a machine behind him uh, and he has been measuring the curtains in the White House for years. And the, the thing I wonder about Michelle Obama, you know, we talk about, you know, what has kept her out so far and you think it just wasn't her time yet. And that may be, but I think that she cannot handle being politically controversial. I think she was, as first lady, she didn't take any arrows. Um, you know, she could just do whatever uh, she needed to do as first lady. But to actually be out there as a candidate, whereas Hillary was, I mean, you know, she's had this in her blood all her life. Uh, she, you know, Hillary was, I think, ready for that. And I don't know if Michelle Obama could take the heat. Um, so that's, I think that's that, the yeah, I, uh, um, I think she can. I think she can. I think that she's better on the campaign trail than Hillary than Hillary Clinton ever was. Um, I think that when I watched that documentary about her on Netflix, it was clear what a political um, uh, a politico she was. Well, I'm not doubting you in any way. But I'll tell you, if she's at the top of their techie, uh, ticket, you will see the most divided fractured, uh, fragmented America that we ever could have imagined because that will split the country into pieces. We will not get through that. A President Michelle Obama, uh, red states would just secede. I mean, you know, what we almost did a couple of years ago would happen. There's just no way we would get through that in one piece. Um, You know, but this that would be a way. I mean, I think that this is already the third Obama term right now. So that would be a fourth term. And from there, you know, the Obamas can keep running their underlings or whatever and have effective power for the rest of their lives. So what do you think? What do you think would be worse? That what do you we've, we've only got a, a minute left. What do you think would be worse? Uh, Newsom on the ballot or, or, or Michelle Obama? Well, they're both horrible. I'm just saying that, yes, Newsom is a white male and that's a problem for him. But, man, I mean, he has billionaires behind oh, him. Oh, yeah that have invested decades in him, the Gettys and all of the little San Francisco socialites. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they raised him from childhood to become the president of the United States, not governor of California, president of the United States. That's right. That's right. You're usually right on my man, Brian Maloney of Red Wave America. Thank you for being here. Thank you for letting me hold you over. Buku minutes tonight. Appreciate it. All righty. Stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to talk about Stump the Chump. What's that? Stay tuned. AK, Dynamite in the Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, 
Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. <laughs> you know how ridiculous this article is? Trying to manipulate us, trying to pull the wool over, trying to act like, oh, we got to reveal to you how tough Joe Biden is to try to try to make you. This is how stupid they think you are. Try to make you think that he's really dark, Brandon. He's just this really tough guy. This article goes on to say he'll grill aides on topics until it's clear they don't know the answer to the question. A routine that some see as meticulous and others call stump the chump or stump the dummy. He doesn't even know the question. (laughs) He doesn't know where he is. He's on stage looking around thinking he can't get anybody's name right. Remember when he called somebody? And the message said... End of message. End of message. I mean, it's constant. This is how dumb they think we are. It's so insulting to our intelligence. It really is. And speaking of insulting our intelligence, now, uh, new, uh, upper, upstate New York is flooding. I think West Point flooded today. So here comes Governor Hochul from New York, blaming it, of course, on climate change. Clip six. So I'm joined here by local leaders to give an update on the current situation, what we're anticipating going forward, and what residents need to do together, how we can stand up and using every bit of our power mobilizing to fight the ravages of climate change because, again, these are unprecedented weather events that keep hitting us over and over and over again. So we must change our behavior as a planet, as a country, as a state, and in our own homes, and we're going to continue that conversation in earnest because we have to know that we have to do everything in our power to protect our citizens. You got to give up that gas stove in New York if you want to protect the citizens from a flood now. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. But it gets even worse because John Kerry, the climate czar. Do we have to play these clips, Uh, Andrea? I'm John Kerry. He is worse to me than listening to Whoopi. He may be the most boring politician to listen to. Well, the thing is, is it's just this is just as stupid as them trying to convince us that Joe Biden isn't a dementia riddled old jerk. Does he yell at people in the White House? Yeah, because the guy it, one the one thing that I do agree with in this article is that this whole image that he p- tries to put forth to the country as though he's a, a, a great Uncle Joe or that or that he actually loves his grandchildren is a bunch of crap. Okay, the guy's a nasty, narcissistic, abusive jack wagon. And if this article is true that he's screaming and yelling at people like that, that's actually called harassment in the workplace. It's actually a crime. Okay, I'm so tired of these people peeing on my leg and telling me it's raining. And then here comes John Kerry. Right. The guy who uh, married the Heinz ketchup heiress. Right. Who had his boat registered in a different state so he could save some money on taxes. Probably lives in a house as big as Al Gore's with no solar panels on it. But here he is again talking about Mother Earth. (laughs) Clip two. This is a very important point. The, the, the climate crisis is growing by the day. You just saw and have reported on what happened in New York. All around the world, there are record-breaking days where the heat is greater than it's ever been before. This will be the hottest June and July. It'll be the hottest summer. It'll be the hottest year. And we all know that because the science is telling it to us and because Mother Earth is responding by telling us exactly what's going on. Did Mother Earth whisper that in your ear, John Kerry? 
And by the way, one of the first things I thought of was, oh, it was the hottest June and July. It was record low in, in Las Vegas. Las Vegas, for the first time in what, decades, didn't hit, didn't break the 100 mark. I used to live in Vegas. That is not a very hot summer in SD. Yeah. It, it hasn't been hot. We had, we had, our, we had unused for months. We had cold weather here. We are just, I thought today, wow, it took, to, it took till almost mid June for us to have low seventies at the coast. <laughs> low seventies. Now, a few years ago in the summer, I think it was the summer of 2018. We had three weeks. Where it, was, hot. it was hot. It was a hundred degrees at the coast for three weeks straight. I know. Cause that, you know, I was hot. But he didn't stop there. Then, of course, John Kerry had to bring Ukraine into the into the problem. Ukraine is now part of the climate change problema. Please play clip three. Lots of parts of the world are exacerbating the problem right now. But when you have bombs going off and you have damage to septic tanks or to power centers, etc., you have an enormous release of, uh, of greenhouse gas, of methane, of, you know, all of the family of greenhouse gases. And the result is it's adding uh, to the problem. I'm not, you know, believe me, that's uh, the fight in Ukraine is a fight that we have to make, that the world has to make. The values at stake are enormously important to all of us. So I'm not suggesting by any fashion that, that this is not a fight we shouldn't be involved in. But I am saying that there are ancillary impacts as a result of it. I I can't even believe that this man is anywhere near the wheels of power in the United States of America. This guy who pretended to throw his dog tags, this guy who was swift boated because the, the people he served with in Vietnam couldn't stand him. He's a clump of cat litter. By the way, have we found out? Is any have they have they finished their DNA and their big investigation on who left the dime bag in the in the library? I got an email from from a listener who said, um, "Let's see what he what he said. Let me see if I can." Uh, oh, join our Coke contest. Get you, guessing which room tomorrow the White House will announce the cocaine was found in. <laughs> First prize is one week as a White House news correspondent, and second prize is two weeks. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, let's see, got a couple of other emails here. Uh, here's blacks already get reparations. Working blacks make double the rest of us. That's because over 30% of them work for city, county, state, or federal government. And 50% of them have supervisor jobs. And also over 30% have union jobs, even though they are only 14% of the population. There used to be a time when people got these government jobs with, like mama. One of the reasons why mama, when she went back to work, when we were kids, instead of being a stay at home mom, she went to work for the, for the federal government is even though she could have made more money out in the private sector, she sacrificed less on the hourly and the salary to have benefits where she got a lot of more days off. And that way, if we were sick and needed to stay home from from school, she could be home with us. So paid time off 
was really big. So that was the main reason why mama got the, a job in the government. Now it's the reverse. These public sector jobs pay way more than private sector. And then the, and on top of it, they have all their pension plans. They have all their sick pay and they have all their personal leave and, and, and time off and, and all of that stuff. And so, and yeah, they, the, and, and it also uh, reminds me of the fact that when I wanted a summer job, I was told that in New Orleans, those all went to black kids. So that's an excellent point uh, there on that. Um, Let's see. Got another one to read here on reparations. Over 300,000 of my white union male soldiers were killed, freeing the blacks, forcing the wives and children of these soldiers to live in misery and poverty the rest of their lives. Where are my reparations? I have never heard even one black leader ever thank us for giving the lives of those Union soldiers to free them. That's a great point. The reparations going to give any money to them? This goes in line with that that nasty alleged R&B singer, uh, Jill Scott, who changed the lyrics of the national anthem, the you know um, about you know blood blood in the streets and colored children aren't welcome and it's you know the land of the slaves. Just no no acknowledgement that this is the only country in the world where white people shed blood and gave up their lives to end slavery, and there's never a mention of it, ever, ever, and that's despicable and it's disgusting. Thank you for that email. Because that's the, that's the kind of thing that we need to. Well, they're be, attempting to erase it too, so people don't remember that. Oh right, and they're certainly not teaching it in the schools. Because that doesn't that doesn't go along with the narrative. Because you, how do they teach white privilege? How do they teach unconscious bias? How do they how do they teach CRT in the schools, which is based on uh, white kids being told that they're inherently racist because they're white? When three hundred thousand white Union male soldiers and their families sacrificed to free black people, how do you teach how do you teach them that and teach the truth that there were black people that owned slaves, or that but or that it was a- African blacks that sold their own fellow man into slavery how do you do that you can't and those that know it like the black leaders like the al sharptons and the benjamin crumps they don't want anybody to know for sure because that busts their that busts their uh their their hustle right speaking of hustle we're going to be back tomorrow night 6 p.m pacific time peace out follow me on all the socials don't forget our 24-hour hotline 844-814-5227 peace out love you all Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now 
Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.